0: The blast from our past network. Cartwright! Cartwright! Hello, oh. Newman. This is so f***ing <laughs> good! No for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a re-gifter!
1: Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Welcome to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are two super fans giving you every single episode of Seinfeld back to back to back to back to back. Because we love this stuff. And we enjoy it. And we hope you enjoy it. And we hope you enjoy us. Because I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we love doing this. We love talking about this stuff. It's so much fun and see how my that high voice gets. I don't know why my, my voice <laughs> was really high right now. I don't there. know why I did that. That was really <laughs> I was stupid. I was way too excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and we're getting excited to talk about The Alternate Side, uh, which is an episode... From season three, it's episode 11 in order, and it aired on December 4th, 1991. Corma could you give us the synopsis of this episode? Yes, sir. The alternate side
0: listed in my box set as episode 10 of this season because, as we know, the last episode, The Mm -hmm. Stranded, was inserted in between the nose job and the alternate side. So, George's job moving cars from one side of the street to the other turns out to be much harder than he expected. Kramer gets a line in a Woody Allen film. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Interesting that they put the line yeah. into the, the write-up about the episode. That's how big that
1: line is. Yes. And and you know, well, we'll talk it. Let's talk about it when we get to yeah, the line. Of course, of course. But yeah, that is that I don't think they've ever I you haven't mentioned any other like huge lines that they've talked about before. But yeah, that is it is strange that they put them in there. Kind of a Short little synopsis, a lot more happens than just that. Yeah, it actually is a much more beefy of an episode yeah. <laughs> than
0: that would imply.
1: Yeah. Uh, and we start off the episode with a stand-up bit about car alarms.
0: Yeah. Uh, apparently, they, according to Jerry, they designed car alarms to behave like a nervous, hysterical person. Anytime someone walks by, they freak out. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And he kind of does <laughs> some emotions and everything. He's like, wouldn't it be nice to have an alarm that's a little bit more subtle, one that goes, uh 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 excuse
1: me and that was didn't it. sound like you really liked that uh stand-up bit just the way you delivered it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean there's not much else i can really say about it it was okay it wasn't the greatest i didn't, I didn't love it
1: yeah no nah, i'm with you i mean it's a car alarm when he does yeah. like the stuff that goes against logic when he does like the what's that deal kind of you know thing but it's like any logical you know person will be like well Someone's trying to steal your car. Of course, it's going to be loud. Like, yeah, you want it to be loud. Like sometimes you want to like, that, that's just not funny. Yeah, but like you yeah, know, when
0: when the answer mm. is simple and yeah. you know, and and logical, you're just like okay, no, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but at least it's applicable to the episode. It is applicable to the episode. Uh, we start off right away. Uh, we are at the apartment, and Jerry's car was stolen, uh, and George and Kramer are there. Um, You know, they're just kind of talking about all that stuff. And pretty quickly, he's like, "Okay, you know, I I need to go. The first thing he does, as opposed to like doing a police report, is, oh, I should cancel my car phone. (laughs) That is not the first thing that you would think of when (laughs) (laughs) someone steals your car. But I guess it is with Jerry. Uh, And then George kind of like jokingly recommends, oh, you should call the car phone and see if he picks up. Uh, Which Jerry's like, you know what? Okay." And so he does. And we have a very strange conversation. I do. Honestly. I did not care for this little oh. back and forth. with the. It doesn't make any sense. It goes against logic to me. Yeah, I mean, this for you, is the, it,
0: this is the time where logic doesn't matter. <laughs> I love when he was like, did you steal my car? And
1: he's like, yes, I did. And he's like, are yeah. you going to give it
0: back? No, I'm not going to. I mean, I just, that, I, see,
1: that's, that's funny. Like the whole, you know, that beginning part of it. But then he just kind of keeps talking to him like he keeps allowing and, and he, he's very nonchalant with this guy who just stole his car he's he's almost he's casual with him you know he's he's basically just like all right guess you stole the car like he's what are you fucking kidding me? This guy stole your goddamn car. I know, but see, that's what I love about Jerry, dude. Like, as yeah. a, as a
0: spirit animal, I love the fact that he just doesn't let shit phase him. Like, sh, like stuff like. But yeah, sometimes he does. Then, like later when he has to pay like two grand. Yeah, sometimes yeah. he does uh, uh, let shit phase him. But uh, they still d- still do sort of the this devil guy, may care attitude. The car's with worth him.
1: way more than two grand, and he didn't yeah. seem to give a shit about it
0: yeah yeah but hey but, you know his car gets stolen again or he tries to get his car stolen again later in the series <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: the sob but That's when when he has a sob he doesn't yeah. have uh i think the sob this yet but before um, we
0: leave the scene buddy oh yeah yeah what i'm not, I'm was not done the, with the scene oh yeah of course but what was the deal with george's hat the way he was ha- had it on his head did you see that I did. That did not stick out to me. Okay. His,
1: you got to ex- explain the hat. To, like, yeah. What, dude, what his, was he wearing?
0: They, I mean, it was just that it was a baseball cap that literally it looked like someone just placed it on his head because it didn't like go down, you know. Uh, so it was like uh-huh. sitting like a foot off of his head and then the brim was all flat. And I was like, okay. what is
1: what is really going on with that hat right there, George? That's kind of like a new hip way. I've seen like younger kids wear hats like that you know over the last like five ten years maybe they got it from george costanda they usually have it tilted or something he had it just straight on (laughs) and oh yeah yeah they always have it tilted
0: yeah you gotta have it tilted. our our buddy jeff can pull off the tilted flat brim cat cap where i am more of the Mm. the truck driver cap guy where i gotta have it rolled you know and then straight over my eyes but our buddy jeff he can do the flat brim one i can't pull it off
1: can I just say Jeff does it? I wouldn't say he pulls it <laughs> off, but he does it. <laughs> I don't think he looks good doing it, but Burn. he does it. <laughs> just just throwing that out there. Love you, Jeff. Love but it, you Jeff. know, not not sure it's Really working for you, Uh, but maybe maybe Corey thinks so. So (laughs) anyway, um, we get a funny-ish little moment here where Kramer wants to talk to the thief, and he kind of brings up this uh, this whole little thing about you know oh there's other gloves in the glove box. Apparently, you know he wants to he wants to have the guy drop off gloves for him, you know, because he he wants those gloves that were in the glove box, things like that. Um, But yeah, it's it's a very cordial conversation and. I would not be like that. I would not be that nice. I guess you, what you like about it and what's so different about it is Jerry is, you know, he is, you know, the, that medium kind of guy. He is, uh, you know, very yin yang. Karma is going to be, it's it's no big deal. It's just going to balance out for him.
0: He's even Steven. I mean, it's not, yeah, that doesn't come it. until much, much later in the series, but mm-hmm. I do like the fact that they start adding all of these nonchalant things up and then they give him that whole even Steven thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, And then we also kind of learn about this guy, Sid, who parks cars. He's like the car side of the street swapper guy where he takes things from one side of the street and moves them to, I'm guessing, the alternate side name of the podcast uh, or name (laughs) of the episode. Not our podcast. You you know what I meant to say.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Um, yes,
1: I do. do. And then then I started
0: thinking, I was like, that's actually a pretty good name for a podcast, though. The alternate side. It is
1: kind of (laughs) is. But it would be like a good one for like, I don't know, like uh, paranormal stuff, I think. Yeah conspiracy shit or something yep for sure um but like he apparently left the keys in the car and that's you know what the guy used to steal it there um what i i i don't understand i would never let this guy move my cars for me like i don't know like this whole apparently like a whole street allows this one dude to move cars to you know so for street sweeping or Something like that. Well, I mean, you just, and I used like, to
0: live in L.A., man. Like, how much of a yeah. pain in the ass was it that you couldn't park? That's awful. Like, like on Tuesday, you couldn't park from like you know nine yeah. to noon or something on a Tuesday on this side of the street, and you had to fucking the other side of the street's a Wednesday. And yeah, they do it so that the mobile homeless get you know forced away.
1: But mm. honestly, I think it's a good fucking idea and, to have somebody move your and damn. And car. for actually street sweeping, they actually do street sweeping as well. Yeah, uh, it's not just to kick out the homeless, um, but I'm sure it's a dual thing. Did you ever get your car towed? From now, that, or ticketed, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, ticketed. Fuck yeah, a million fucking yeah. times.
0: Yeah, until you yeah. learn, until you learn yeah. how to deal with it. But dude, every yeah, person, too. every person I know that moves to L.A. their first year gets so many parking tickets because there's yeah. so many fucking crazy ass things and crazy ass signs. And then you start looking at the signs, and some of them contradict each other. And it's it's all it's all rude. It's all a scam because yeah. L.A. is broke, and they make all <laughs> of their money uh, from. Uh, you know parking tickets and jaywalking and stuff like that that's how the city makes its money uh so yeah. but yeah dude i honestly watching this and and dealing and actually and you, you still i used to live in downtown la although i had a parking garage at that point um but i was mm-hmm. like this makes sense to me this this whole thing makes sense oh, yeah. to
1: me with that guy with sid um, yeah i get it but I, I would never trust somebody to move my cars my car like that like that's just uh, to me that's ridiculous yeah especially so, with jerry's jerry's home you know he can do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So has this been in the series? Has Jerry's apartment always been a street parking apartment? His, his has, I, I feel like we've never mm. seen him in a garage uh, in
1: his apartment. Yeah. Right. So this is
0: that's a consistent thing for him. I would
1: think so. I don't remember yeah seeing a garage. Okay. But this is the only time we see Sid. He never comes back. He he never comes back. But I actually liked him. I actually enjoyed him as a side yeah. character. I, I, he you know, was he a, wasn't like my favorite, but I was like, oh, no. I like Sid. He was a funny, curmudgeonly kind of old guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. We also find out that there's a wooden a Woody Allen movie being shot, uh, which apparently kind of distracted him and things like that, um, which, you know, the draw of Woody Allen is not the same as what it used to be maybe back in the 90s. Like, Woody Allen is a creepy fucking old guy who makes crappy movies. He hasn't made a good movie in a long time. I never saw Moonlight in Paris, but I heard that was pretty good, but everything else I hear is pretty crappy from him. I Andy mean, Andy's, Andy's a, you know... A creepy married his adopted daughter kind of person too so fuck him
0: yeah no i'm i've never been a big woody allen fan although my note in this episode was like wow it's very interesting to hear people talking so lovingly and positively yeah. about woody allen and i i get it they're all from new york and he's like that new yeah. york boy that made it big sort very, of very um, much so yeah but but it's still it's it's definitely
1: weird knowing where woody allen's gonna go with yeah. his life <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely it's, i mean yeah anyway it's similar enough when you if you hear anybody talk about like you know bill cosby or anything like back in the day or things like that and then you're just like oh i know where this goes yeah. this is not good <laughs> Yeah, none of this not is good, good. <laughs> yeah uh i i want to call out I love this bit of dialogue, a back and forth, about kind of Sid being the curmudgeon kind of guy about the next Wednesday conversation. Yes! I love this conversation because it's so real. Like, all of us—I have this every time because in my—I'm with Sid. No, 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 wait. No, no, no. I'm with Jerry, actually. I'm with Jerry where I'm like, the next Sunday is like, no, that's the next one. It is the—it yeah. doesn't matter. It's not— this is this one and then the next one is so... But either way, it's so fucking confusing. Is it this weekend or next weekend? Well, aren't they the same thing, really, when you think about it? Yes. <laughs>
0: Yes, no, I'm. I, I'm so happy you brought it up. If you didn't, I yeah. was gonna bring it up. I, I <laughs> yeah. wrote the same note. I go, I love this dialogue. It's so mm-hmm. relatable. It's the same shit that I even have in my head. You, I, I mean, oh yeah. About, even when we, like, hey, are we recording next? You know, Fridays or whatever. Yeah. It's, like, it's like I don't know. Is it next? You know, what? Da- what's the date? What's
1: the yes, date? Yes, the date.
0: <laughs> but yeah, dude, totally relatable. Loved it. Loved Sid's reaction. He's like, if I'm mm-hmm. next Wednesday, I always <laughs> yeah. said next Wednesday. I was like, yes,
1: Sid. Yeah you tell Jerry <laughs> uh, yeah the the actor does a good job of being like that kind of jerky old dude I mean he, he he works well yeah I will say this um I noticed I don't think
0: that actor's a uh um a sitcom actor because he didn't mm. wait for like the laughs and stuff he kind of talked over the laugh track a couple times mm-hmm. where you can mm-hmm. tell uh, sitcom actors know where to wait and kind of listen to the audience and stuff but uh, I was like yeah. okay but still again doesn't matter I it nice. I, I love Sid I thought he
1: was awesome yeah. that's a good call out good call out uh, all right, so we then cut to uh, Elaine, who is with Jerry. Yeah, we're she's talking about kind of dating just just really old dude. Um, we just we will get to meet him a little bit later. But uh, Jerry's getting a rental car because obviously his car was stolen. And what I, I this is another bit of dialogue that I freaking love. I know. I know Jerry's kind of being the over-the-top kind of, like, shitty customer, but he is so in the right that I think it is hilarious. And and what we're talking about or what I'm talking about is his whole bit about reservations where you go to get a rental car and they don't have the car that you reserved. But it's like, wait, wait, I had a reservation. Do you understand what reservations for? She's like, I know. It's like, no, 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 I don't think you do because <laughs> yeah. if you did, I would have it. Like, it is – Again, so relatable. We've all done this, and we've all had this happen to us specifically at rental car places. Yes.
0: This it, this is this is yeah. this is classic Seinfeld. This is clip show Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. This is relatable Seinfeld. This is honestly this is everything you watch Seinfeld for right here. It's it's yeah. it's fantastic. I love it. I I love his reaction when she's like, "Yes, I know what a reservation is. <laughs> I don't think that you do." Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. And the, like she looks def- deflated afterwards, and that's what I
1: liked about that. Mhm. I mean, I mean she yeah, she's being, you know, very bitchy and snooty about everything and jerry is kind of being a complete asshole about it but he is in the right which is kind of funny um and then you know yeah i do love at the end you know when he's getting it uh getting the car and she calls out all right do you want to get the insurance he's like yes you better give me the insurance because i'm gonna beat the hell out of this thing and <laughs> yeah. i just thought that's a f- hilarious line that
0: he's yeah got. and the look on her face when she was like all looked concerned yep. and everything but i love that i mm-hmm. love it when you when you say something like that just to off put the person
1: yeah yep So we transition to a little bit later, uh, and now Elaine is kind of done with the older guy. She's kind of, she's not enjoying it, uh, and they have a good conversation, um, you know, uh, about how she should break up with him. She thinks she would like to just break up with him over phone or something like that, but they have dated seven times, who Jerry's like, well, seven times, you probably should do it. Uh, Of course, I might give you a pass if there hasn't been sex, and she's just like, I uh, wonder if they have good food at this place. And so <laughs> we just got okay. Yep, she boned a sixty-six-year-old guy when she's probably uh, in her early twice, this is twice her age. Yeah, because she's got to be in her early thirties. So, have you ever boned anybody twice your age? Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> I
0: was uh, I was nineteen, and she was like the uh, thirty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> God,
1: <laughs> I was not expecting that. She, um, that was um,
0: <laughs> bro, that was uh, back when I was in community college. She was my science partner in science class, and let me tell you about Corey's sexual awakening. Oh <laughs> this God, this lady was was wild. It was it's everything you you think of from from what it is. Like it was a oh, total awakening geez. of my of my
1: sexuality. Christ. Oh, man. I don't want to know those details, I can tell you right now. I mean, just what I'm imagining in my head is gross enough. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: it's much worse. It's much worse.
1: Oh, Jesus. Uh, All right. Well, I have not had an experience like that, uh, but that is – boy, that is funny. (laughs) Okay. Okay. George and Kramer come in, and George is freaking out uh, about his whole the moving the car gig. It's not going very well for him. Bro, um, I love mm-hmm. frantic George. Frantic George, oh, yeah.
0: when his hair is straight yeah. up,
1: is <laughs> yes. my favorite George. Yeah, he's he is freaking hilarious. And he's just running around. He doesn't know what the hell he should can do or should be doing right now. So uh, it's it's... Fantastic. Everyone else is all pretty calm, and he's just going, like, nuts around <laughs> trying to get things figured out. We do like uh, that Kramer kind of tells us about how he got he got a whole line in the Woody Allen movie. You know, he was originally just going to be, like, an extra, and then he kind of fell down. Just being Kramer, basically, uh, he got himself now a line in the movie. And he tells them that the line is, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Okay. This is one of the most quoted lines in all of Seinfeld. All right, buddy, do yours. Do your uh, line. These pretzels <clears throat> are making me thirsty. These pretzels are making me thirsty.
0: <laughs> God.
1: Okay, you went you went hard on that one. You went almost not quite George esque, but more George than, than I did. I kind of added a little uh, like they're they're caught in my throat. Yeah. you know, I need something. But okay. <laughs> (laughs) Anyway, but everybody there has their own, you know, recommendation on how he should say his these pretzels are making me thirsty line. George, in his franticness, you know, goes way over the top with his and it's kind of funny because of that. Um, And it ends up becoming a reoccurring kind of joke line that really doesn't mean anything later, but they're all using it at like awkward times.
0: It it doesn't mean anything, but every time the way they say it is how they're feeling. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so when George, he sets the tone. When George says it there, it's like in, it's like a window into like how he's feeling because he's frantic and everything. When Jerry says mm-hmm. it at the at later, it, he's more like annoyed. It's 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 they always mm. every person says it and it's kind of like an insight into the way they say okay. it is an insight into their feelings. All right, that was deep.
1: That was a deep thing for the <laughs> pretzels are thirsty line. So I like that. And I, and I do just want to call out. I mean, every time when you're eating pretzels, do you not think of this line? I mean, it's it's pretty much and and. I do. I mean, almost. I'm not a big pretzel eater, and so yeah. if I see pretzels, I almost always think of them.
0: Yeah, the, the problem is, is that I don't eat – I don't like dry pretzels. The only pretzel I'll eat is no. like a soft – like either a pretzel bun yes. or a soft pretzel with some mustard. I actually don't really like – it's because they make me thirsty.
1: Yeah, no, they're, they're not they're not good either. They taste mostly stale. Yeah. I don't care for them. Yeah, so when you get like a soft like the Auntie Anne's yeah. uh, pretzels, like those are delicious yeah. or something you can dip in like a cheese. Um, or I will snack the shit out of the ones that have like the peanut butter in the middle. Like that helps. That is good. Bro, the best one ever.
0: And if you ever find yourself on the East Coast in Maryland, get a, a pretzel covered in like Crab Imperial. They do that in uh, in Maryland mm. and it's
1: amazing it's just a giant soft pretzel just covered in crab imperial that sounds fantastic Uh, i'm just curious about you know what are y'all's favorite pretzels please let us know we are so curious about pretzel talk here on uh (laughs) but actually that sounds pretty bomb not gonna lie yeah it is so uh all right later uh elaine comes in with the old guy he apparently you know had some kind of accident we find out later he had a stroke um and so he had a stroke right before she was able to break up with him so right now she hasn't gotten out of it and jerry calls an ambulance um pretty nonchalantly calls the ambulance honestly uh and i do find it kind of strange that he calls the ambulance where every other time i've seen that happen you know if you're calling 911 or whatever to get them to come over, they're like, okay, stay on the phone with me, let's figure out what's going on, or I can try to help you, and he's just like, he's like, hey, I want to name this, and then he kind of clicks the phone, and like, <laughs> that's the end of that, um, but they do, that's not the end of it, actually, but uh, we also see Kramer comes in, and they're all, they have a good, this is another good little scene of, like, they're all trying to figure out and diagnose what the hell they can do to help him out, and they ultimately, they decide or they're trying – they're figuring out everything, and like, maybe we walk him around, maybe, maybe yeah. we do all this stuff. Uh, you know, oh, we should feed him a cookie. What if he's diabetic? Because they have no idea yeah. why he uh, collapsed at this point. And so they, they kind of put a cookies <laughs> in his mouth and try to chew it up for him, which is – ridiculous mentality
0: (laughs) i loved everything about this scene dude when he's getting cookies all over the guy's face and (laughs) i'm getting
1: crumbs everywhere
0: and i i I, you know i can say this wherever or whatever but like the actor the old man actor during the Mm -hmm. entire episode has does fantastic physical comedy because mm-hmm. he he allows like jerry and elaine to kind of carry him in that first scene and then here he's allowing michael richards to like move his face around yeah. and what he's that guy is i love the old dude buddy and uh <laughs> it's like yeah. the cookies are everywhere it's like it's insanity
1: yeah i don't want to typecast him but he would be a fantastic he's a fantastic stroke victim yeah. and i and I, he needs to be used more often in, in <laughs> if, if he's still alive because he was pretty old at and, that time and <laughs> I liked when,
0: when Jerry looks at him, you know, with Elaine. He's like, yeah, he's pretty good looking.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is. It is quite funny. Um the ambulance eventually does get there. We do hear at one point they got into an accident, uh, which was all thanks to George and him being ridiculous out in the streets. Um, but you look like you got something you want to bring up earlier. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I yeah. wanted to really quick go back to the conversation about his old man eyebrows. And oh, I, <laughs> I mentioned that before, but I specifically fear old man eyebrows and more so I fear you know people commenting on them. Yeah. So whenever I go to the barber, I I get them done and everything and I'm not going to say it's because of like this episode you get your
1: eyebrows professionally done no, I
0: actually, I I want to. I just get the barber uh-huh. to kind of trim them up, but I actually okay. kind of want to get a little bit better of a, of a clean uh, on them. But yeah. uh, I, I don't really specifically like think of this episode in particular because of it, but when I was watching this scene and Jerry was talking about his eyebrows, I was like, yes. yep, yep, I know. I understand. I
1: know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's with a lot of old people, but I've, honestly, I've seen it with some people around our age, and I'm just like how do you not see that do you not look in the mirror like you have like a couple stray hairs that are really fucking long like just trim that, bro. Dude, I had this conversation
0: on podcast after dark when we were breaking down Life Force because for some mm. reason back in like the seventies and the eighties, dudes and they could be like twenty years old, but dudes wouldn't get any facial grooming uh, above the beard. Meaning like they would have nose hairs, they would have unibrows, yeah. and it's like you wouldn't have a unibrow if you just put a little shaver right in the middle right there. But yeah. for some reason. Like guys didn't start grooming their eyebrows and shit until like the '90s and then on. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, dude, I hate that shit, man. No way.
1: Yeah, yep, Not with you. We are on uh, nice, perfectly trimmed eyebrows <laughs> yeah. over here. Yeah. Uh, in case yeah. anyone was curious about our eyebrow game, it's on point.
0: It's on point. It <laughs> actually, it's yeah. how I judge that I need a haircut when when my eyebrows
1: are starting to get too crazy. I'm like, it's time for a haircut. All right. So the paramedics, you know, they come in, and uh, a funny little, you know, bit about them. Noticing the cookies and, and saying you're not supposed to do that, which is a good little just uh, pullback to them just going crazy and I I always thought that was kind of funny. I loved that line. That line <laughs> killed me because they didn't even like they didn't focus in on it. He was just like,
0: yeah. Who put cookies in his mouth? And the guy was like, You're not supposed to do that. And it's like yeah. like A, it's funny because like it happened before. And B, mm-hmm. it's funny because they didn't like even focus on it. Like it could have just been a throwaway thing, but I thought it was A fantastically
1: delivered line. Yeah, I agree. It is quick, but I mean, it's very funny, but they don't, you know, you don't have to sit on that as a joke. It's just like you get it and you move on, but it's good. Um, But yeah, so apparently George fucked everything up with his street stuff and he ruined the filming and, you know... uh, hurt with the paramedics and all that kind of stuff. Uh, And then we get a little stand-up bit about first aid. Which is a terrible stand-up bit, (laughs) even though it relates
0: to what's going on. He says, like, what was first aid like hundreds of years ago when they didn't have, like, medicine and science and everything? It was like the first person who was there on the scene. Hey, we're here first, and that's our motto. We're first, and we're here, and that's it. And Mm -hmm. then it's done. And I was like, oh, Uh that was a Uh terrible, terrible stand-up bit. Uh
1: Yeah, yeah, it was not good. Uh, we cut back and or at the apartment, Sid is pissed at George, obviously, and it's nice old curmudgeony. He's kind of ripping, you know, George to shreds, uh, because he doesn't know how to freaking drive a car from side to side. Kramer brings in uh a paper, uh, like a newspaper, <laughs> and, and and they're reading all about this guy's stroke. He was apparently like some writer or some shit like that. I don't know. Um. And it just, it, it's a whole big kind of story of how the traffic affected everything. It affected a Woody Allen movie, all that kind of stuff. And everything is George's fault. Uh, just kind of funny how all that kind of tied in there. And we go to the rental place and... You know, Elaine is obviously, she's still with Jerry on this one. She's uh, upset that she's basically stuck with this dude who had a stroke now. And, you know, he's not fully functional as it is. Um, And Jerry goes to, you know, deal with the car stuff. And he is, you know, happy he got all the insurance. But if anybody who knows those rental agreements, which is, you know, they're ridiculous. But if you aren't the driver, you're only supposed to be the person who's the driver. Then that means Jerry... Does have to pay for the crashing of the car because he let someone else drive the car that he rented. Come on, Jerry! All you
0: had to say was you were driving it. Like every yeah. everybody knows that you you made it to thirty six years old without learning that one, buddy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. You're right, though. As you called out, he's thirty six, knowing from the last episode. But yeah, I mean, like I've I've known that pretty much since I've been driving rental cars. Is, yeah. You know, you 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 have to be the one driving it. Yeah, you know, uh, things get screwed up if you're not the the person doing it. Although his
0: bit. About the fact that your entire business yeah. is based on other people driving your cars is funny. I actually, oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, that is funny because when you distill it, it is actually that. And, and like I think you said it in the last episode, when his comedy kind of like takes this thing that you don't really think about and you distill it down, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that actually, you're right. He like Jerry's making sense right there. Um, but yeah, it's just not the way things work, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it is it is humorous, uh, and he says that line, you know, kind of in his own walk, just because of the awkwardness of, of you know, crap. Now he's kind of screwed. Uh, he uses the these pretzels are making me thirsty at the end of that scene. Yeah. Which, out of all yep. the these pretzels are making me thirsty, that was the one
0: that didn't really, like, fit, like, his character. Like, why would he say that mm-hmm. out loud? But that's when I started tracking, yeah. like, in the way he says it, he's kind of like, it's a little bit of per- perturbed, you know, a little bit annoyed. And that's when I was like, okay, I think it's supposed to represent what's going on okay. inside their head. Because and I only came to that conclusion because I was like, why would he say that out loud? Like, why would he even yeah. say that? But I liked that he said that, you know? And uh, it's I like I like that breakdown. I like that,
1: that kind of... Um, you know, theory of, of how they're using it. I think it works. Yeah,
0: thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right, we see Elaine is with this old guy. You know, he's, he, as mentioned, he's a good stroke victim actor. You know, he's, he's kind of <laughs> not all there. And, um, you know, stroke victims understand everything, but they just can't, really emote or talk or things like that and she's feeding him yankee beans and she's singing a song to him and it's all very awkward and i thought to myself what the fuck are yankee beans oh i thought you were gonna know the answer to that no. i don't know <laughs> what are yankee beans <laughs> well i didn't look i mean they're apparently a lot like navy beans um they're i mean it's just a type of bean okay you know it, it's um they're like card Was is it was it Cardinelli beans or some shit like that? I can't remember. So it's with a C. Um, but like they're, they're just another bean, just in that same kind of family. Um, but like, in my head, I'm like, "What the hell?" Are-? I I had to look up because like I don't know what the hell a Yankee bean is. Yeah. Um. Do they have Yankee beans in the South? And I can tell you, no, they don't. <laughs> 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 he asked that line like, "No, we don't have Yankee beans in the South." Because I've never heard of that shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. I was like, I was like, okay. And he seemed to enjoy it. But and I was like, and yeah. sometimes like when when stuff like that comes up, and a couple episodes ago where the Bazooka Joe thing happened, mm-hmm. I do like when things are like way older. And but I just chalked this one up to being something that you know was maybe popular back in the day when jerry was growing up and i was like okay i don't know what
1: that is could be it uh but elaine in her terribleness she uses this moment because of how awkward things are to break up with this guy and this really shows how terrible she is at this point okay but come on man is she really
0: that terrible for breaking up? no i don't blame her
1: I don't blame her. Yeah.
0: She's too she's too young to be trapped like in yes. that sort of scenario, right? I mean all oh, you do find oh, out yeah, later yeah. that he makes like a bit of a recovery. But yeah, guess she's yeah. I totally understand where she's coming from on this scenario here i get it i mean it's just the timing is pretty rough (laughs) yeah (laughs) the timing is not very tactful the timing might not be great but i mean she was i think she did better than she she, anyone could have right uh yeah i mean other than just getting it
1: done early but earlier before the stroke but she was going to she didn't know the stroke was gonna happen yes true (laughs) Uh, but yeah, and then she says, you know, again, that line, these pretzels are making me thirsty kind of Mm -hmm. at the awkwardness uh, as she's eating a pretzel at the end of that one. There's a lot of pretzels in this episode. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) A lot of pretzels. Uh, at Monks, Elaine and George and Jerry are, they're talking about odors kind of randomly. It just kind of like makes no sense, but it's just kind of like a funny little bit. Um, I do like that George, you know, in his insecurity, uh, it's like, wait, do I smell? I love George. How he
0: immediately was like, "Are you talking about me?" <clears throat> but then the next, my next thought was. Is this a similar conversation to the one that they're going to have a few seasons from now with the Bo and the car with the Boo and how oh. how you can you die? I think they actually say can you die from a smell and she says it yeah. here. So again, we talked about it. Uh, we actually talked about it offline right before we started recording this episode. But I I like how us doing these breakdowns I'm and I'm sure you are too but we're starting to see mm-hmm. these like jokes that they sometimes start in one episode and then they refine it a couple seasons down the road I like seeing all these interesting threads but I think they reuse that with the BOO I think they that he wonders if, might. if you yeah. can die from a smell
1: oh yeah I'm quite certain that they do
0: bring up that like you know I'm literally dying yeah. or something like that from from that episode yeah but but the funny thing is I I, I more so I enjoyed George. George's reaction that was my favorite part i yeah. liked
1: how he was like uh, do i, I smell? agree and i was like "You guys, <laughs> like
0: george you're so pathetic
1: yeah we we kind of mentioned it earlier but yeah so we find out that uh owen the old guy did make a bit of a recovery and apparently we got a funny little line here that you know apparently he was just using Elaine for sex, which I thought was funny. <laughs> yeah, and he—I pro- mean, <laughs> he probably like, was. She's
0: half his age. I- yeah,
1: I'm sure he was. Yep. Uh, and then Kramer comes in. Apparently, he was fired from the movie. Uh, you know, he had his line, and then he took his beer and slammed it down too hard, and it ended up cutting Woody Allen. And it just, it's just—it's kind of funny. Um, and what I do—my favorite part about this is he slams down this brown glove onto the table. Jerry picks it up and he says for crying out loud now for most people if you were just casually watching this episode you'd have no idea what the hell that was about Um, but for me who's actually really legitimately paying attention right now as opposed to most times I watch Seinfeld which is just kind of like in the background or that kind of stuff it's around I now remember that that was from the very beginning that first scene of you know the guy who stole the car that Kramer asked him to drop the gloves off. Apparently, he did. Kramer mm-hmm. got those brown gloves, and Jerry's just like, "Oh, for for crying out loud, this actually happened!" Yeah, uh, and it's just it's a funny little thing that. You'd only pick up if you're actually paying attention.
0: Yep what a what a great way to end the episode. And I am a hundred percent the same as you. Like we've talked about it millions of times. Uh, the Seinfeld's a show that we've seen so much that we just sort of watch in the background. You know, you're cleaning, you look over, you glance over, you're listening. But mm-hmm. I, and I can't say that this is the first time I ever picked up on it. I'm sure I picked up on it before, but this time now I was like. Fuck, that was genius, and mm-hmm. and my reaction was more like it was more like uh, you know his was oh for crying out loud, and like I'm like oh for crying out loud, you guys are geniuses, yeah, <laughs> good
1: writing, good yeah. writing, yes, sirs. yes, Bravo, and ma'am, whoever, whoever was who was always cooking, yeah. uh, all
0: writers. So I I led the general discussion last time. You kick this one off, my friend.
1: Well before oh, well, I'd yeah, like sorry and sorry. on the stand-up bit sorry
0: sorry yeah <laughs> and I actually this stand-up I think came during the um, the I actually tracked it this time yeah okay uh, <laughs> uh, and I actually like the stand-up well I should say it's relatable uh, the best mm-hmm. part of a relationship is when you're sick and the best part about being sick is when you're in a relationship I that's verbatim what he said and I I want to repeat that because I think it's a genius line I think it's great yep, it is. Uh, and I completely agree and he says when I get married uh, the only val I care about is in sickness and he's like and I like He's like, Yeah, when I'm not sick, go out and have a good time. I don't care. But as soon as I get a sniffle, you better be there. And yeah. I feel the exact same way, dude. Like, I first off, I, I to toot my own horn, I am very good when Myra's sick. Like, I'm very attentive, I, I take mm-hmm. care of her, I'm very good about that. But when I'm sick, I am a baby, and I want to be waited on, and I want to be taken care of. Just like Jerry says, the best part about being in a relationship is being sick, because you get to just have someone take care of you, and it's awesome.
1: Not like the best stand-up bit that he did, but I think it's definitely relatable. It is relatable. Gotcha. Uh, All right, so I'll end with my... General discussion before yours. Um, I did feel this was a decent episode. Talking with you, you know, we've talked about this all the time. Like we you know when we have our discussions, it kind of like leans me to be like, oh, maybe I do like it better, or I dislike it better, depending on how we had our discussion. Um, and I thought this was a pretty almost middle of the road, maybe a little bit more. I liked it better than the previous episode. Personally, you know, there's definitely a lot of enjoyable moments. The pretzel line is so overused, but it's classic. It's freaking classic. Uh, And I kind of like your idea on how it actually is used from the main four after we first hear it. So all that stuff elevates the episode. I don't think it is a spectacular top tier episode, but. I think it's solid enough. I gave it three out of five Yankee beans. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you're Yankee beans. Now I want to Yankee try Yankee beans. beans.
0: <laughs> I, I liked
1: how he was doing like the little da- the, the stroke dance when he was eating. He exactly. <laughs> he was. He was just kind of nodding his head along yeah. happily with a little smile, but a strokey smile. <laughs> yeah, strokey
0: smile. I was like, and I, I, I'm serious, dude. I loved him and I loved uh, Sid in this. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, It wasn't perfect. It wasn't a perfect episode. Yeah. Um, I, I'll probably give it like four Yankee beans out of five because uh, okay. I, I thought it was really well written. I thought it was very tight. I thought it moved very quickly. It gave me little bits and pieces of things that I enjoy. Like, like I said, I love Frantic George, but... You know, like if Mm -hmm. if you, Adam, you're like, okay, yeah, I like Frantic George, but he's not like my favorite George. But for me, he is. So, like seeing Frantic George Mm, here, mm -hmm. it kind of elevates that. Uh, I liked it much better than The Stranded. Or I guess I should say, it was more consistent than the previous episode, The Stranded. I I thought it was a good, consistent time all the way through. And then, yeah, you have all your classic pretzels are making me thirsty. And I do agree with you. I do agree that it was overutilized. And that's the only reason I came to the conclusion that there had to be a reason for it because as a joke mm-hmm. I thought it kind of got pushed a little too hard um yeah, for it, sure. you know just a little bit and but that's that's the only reason I was like maybe there's a reason for this but again without us watching it in the idea to analyze it I never would have came to that conclusion and I think us yeah. talking about it and kind of digging in a little bit deeper that's probably what it brought up from like maybe 3.5 to a four for me so okay yeah but i enjoyed it i thought it was i thought it was fun and man definitely better than the stranded that's for sure oh yeah yeah i would agree yeah all right buddy well that was that was a good conversation where can we find you on the potospheres and the interwebs
1: all across the internets you can find me but specifically really only on the Blast From Our Past podcast uh, and anything that is uh, around that, which on Facebook and Instagram we are Blast Past Cast, and we do post on Instagram every day, and uh, mostly relating to our podcast episodes, which we really hope you guys listen to, because we're doing everything uh, of all nostalgia in that one with me and my brother talking about movies, TV... Um, albums, whatever, top ten list, and we often have Corey. Just uh, just recently we had him on talking about RoboCop 2, which you actually talked about RoboCop with us uh, on like a big full episode, and then you and me kind of go in and do a fun, just ridiculous discussion about RoboCop 2. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. Uh, and so besides when you're guest starring on Blast From Our Past, where else can you be found, sir?
0: Yes, sir. You can also find me on the Blast From Our
1: <laughs> wow wow man these pretzels are making me thirsty <laughs> this beer is making me drunk
0: um, you can find me on podcasting after dark with our friend Zach we're talking about cult movies from the 80s and mostly the 80s really let's, let's be honest <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stuff like uh, we're, we're, we're going to be dropping uh, our cyborg episode pretty soon claude nice. Van Damme <laughs> and uh, you can also hear me every week talk about comic books with my buddy Tess. And uh, yeah, the the sequels. I love that RoboCop episode. And you can uh, hear me on the first episode of the Blast from the Past Patreon. Uh, you, mm-hmm. uh, Adam and I went head to head in a, um, a trivia contest. So that was that was yep. a lot of fun. So definitely give that a check out if you get a chance. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that's it. And we appreciate all the love you guys give us on. Apple Podcast, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. Um, all the reviews have been helping uh, boost the signal. Yes. We've been getting so many subscribers. We really, really appreciate it, guys. The, and it's it's all because of you all. It's all the love you guys share us with your friends and everything. And you know, people just keep finding us. And and we're, we're doing really good on Spotify. People love us on Spotify. Yes. Yeah.
1: Hey, please keep it listening. Keep share it. You know, if anybody who likes Seinfeld, will be like, oh, I know, I know this podcast that you might enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 a lot of fun, and we we love doing it. And and
0: we hope that comes off and in your earbuds. And uh, we exactly. really appreciate
1: the love. And we have a lot of fun. Yeah, doing. why Why listen to a podcast like Signcast, who already has all the episodes out? Screw that. You want to listen to people who are in this shit right now. <laughs> listen to us, okay? Yeah. We want to become the number one Seinfeld podcast.
0: We are balls deep in season three, <laughs> and we have, we have quite a few more to go. So yes. Adam and I yes, are going to be do. doing this for a while.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, buddy. Well, we will. Uh, we'll see you guys next week when we review. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't have that shit up.
1: <laughs> Another episode. <laughs> Another episode of Seinfeld. Late. <laughs> Hey, this is Brent. And I'm Eric. And we are part of the Friday Five Podcast. Yes, sir. We cover everything from the 80s to today. We absolutely do. You can find us every other Friday on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Like iTunes? (laughs) Like Stitcher? Oh, man. Maybe a little Spotify. Hey, and also check us out on Instagram. Absolutely. So come hang out. I think you'll have a lot of fun, and we will see you there. Yeah, bring your Proton Pack and your Ecto Cooler. And maybe some McNugget buddies.